Season 5, Episode 7. Uh, I don't even know what episode this is. I've just taken way too many Flintstones, Chew of Morphine, Chain. Do what you gotta do. Mmm, two bucks. It only transports matter. Now let's give it up for Table 5! Ah, 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 Table 5, Table 5, ah, 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 Table 5! Still treehouse reference there, even though we're not doing a treehouse episode. Still, very solid line. Nice. Yeah, that's good. That's line. nice haggling. Yeah, I should start haggling like that. You know, rubbing the beard and you kind of show interest. You're like, eh, I don't know. Yeah, when you're it's, buying a car. Mm, yeah, fifty you know, grand. Fifty grand. It only transports matter. Yeah, mm. being us. Yeah, I don't know if it's worth it. Um, by the way, Flintstones Chewable Morphine. I used to say it to my wife all the time. Go pick that up. I, I I'm not a person who does any sort of drugs. I don't eat, I don't drink or anything like that. But if they came out at the grocery store that you could just pick up Flintstones Chewable Morphine, I'm just taking it just once just to say that I did, to say that I took Flintstones Chewable Morphine. As uh, I recommend our entire audience do. But no, I grew up on Flintstone vitamins now that you mention it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, me too. And uh, it was all about orange. No stink-ass purple. Oh, I hated the purple. Hate it? You don't? Yeah, a lot of people don't like grape-flavored medicine. No, uh, it's, it's, it's pretty butt. The orange I was, was a fan of the cherry. A lot of people don't like cherry either, so... I didn't mind the cherry. It was definitely uh, orange was was definitely top tier. Red was kind of right in the middle. Purple, no, purple can purple can go to hell. Um, True. Yeah, but we are actually doing. I knew what episode we were doing. I was just being an idiot, but we're doing Bart's inner child here, and uh, this the one's old kind James of James Brown. Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah, James Brown is in this one. Yeah, that's right. I forgot about that at the Do What You Feel Fest, and the Do What You Feel Fest comes from um, Albert Brooks playing Brad Goodman, and. There are so many things about, you know, people say The Simpsons predicted this, The Simpsons predicted that. Did they kind of predict something here in a way? You know, the, uh, um, you know, in, in a couple of ways, kind of, that, you know, people, you know, be whoever the hell you feel like being type of thing, as well as you can't really oh, say I no. Oh, I see. Um, and I'm not talking about any sort of, I'm not talking about anything like religion, gender, I'm just saying like whatever you want to do in life, do. And that's kind of a more of a mentality than just shut up, work in the goddamn coal mine until you get emphysema, <laughs> and then you die. Um, sure, yeah. You know what I mean? That kind of thing. And as well as not being able to say no to people. Because there's like that mm. whole, it seems like in the last maybe, I don't know, what would you say, 10 years? That's kind of like a thing. Like, oh, we don't teach our kids, we don't tell our kids no or something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess that's true, right? Um does but this count then as predicting? A little this, bit, this I would say. But yeah, I saying no, I think, is beneficial in certain areas because uh, people are going to say no to you a lot through life. Uh, so yeah, you to, you have to learn to deal with it. So I, yeah. I found this. I forgot I had this coconut hand lotion on my desk. What? Recorded. Oh man, <laughs> oh this stuff smells brilliant. I completely forgot this was sitting here. It smells so so good. Oh, that put me in a great mood. Um, okay. Yeah. Thank you. Shout out to, uh, let me see, who is this? What is it? Who is it? Body Shop. Shout out to the Body Shop. The Body um, Shop. Okay. I thought you were going to talk about the trampoline. Um, trampoline. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Trampoline, trampoline is one of those things when I, I still, like, I get excited. I'll just say it when I see something. Uh, be it like a new movie, album, whatever it is, announcement that gets me excited. I'll, I'll yell that. Uh, one of the best, I don't know if the, the, it was scripted to say exactly that but the way dan delivers the line 
is absolutely brilliant. Homer's use of the trampoline in this episode might be the highlight of this one. Um, I do like Bart's dialogue with, with Brad Goodman, though it's not one of Albert Brooks's stronger characters. Um, I, I was thinking about this one, though, and like for some reason, I know there's the festival. I know things go awry at the festival. Yeah. But I can't for the life of me remember what happens after, like what the ending is. I, I, I just can't picture it. For some reason, it's not clicking, which means it must not be that good. <laughs> or we just haven't so. seen it in a long time. We'll see. Um, I was going to mention that they've used this uh, this storyline like a few times in terms of the Simpsons get something at their household and then the whole town uses said item. Like we had the pool, uh, we had the ice rink. You know, they've they've done this before where it's like they get an item that apparently no one else in town has um, and then all the characters use it. When the hell did they have an ice rink? Um, when Homer's trying to outdo Ned, um, around Christmas and being more merry than him or more religious. I don't remember that. He that's, makes that's an, a newer uh, one, right? He makes an ice rink. Um, but that's gotta be, in town. Yeah. that's gotta be like post season 12. Yeah, I, have, I think you're I right. No recollection yeah. They also I have... just watch all the Christmas episodes regardless of what season. True. Yeah, that's that's just yeah, I'm a Christmas nut. It is what it is. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and they also have like Stampy. Everyone wants to come see the elephant. Um, yeah, you're right. Yes. Yeah, and which the is more court. realistic. No one, not everyone has an elephant. No, that one actually. But the tennis court too. Not a lot of people have tennis courts in their backyard. Um, <laughs> that's true. Unless you're very rich. But yes. Did you know anyone with a trampoline growing up, or did you have a trampoline? I didn't. But I'm not kidding you. If you if you come into my house and go in the back and go to the back deck, I can see four neighbors. With trampoline, including one directly beside me that have trampolines. Like all the kids in my neighborhood have trampolines, and yeah. I remember I, yeah. I, I my neighbor had one growing up, and I was like terrified of it because you always see like people, you know, getting hurt on America's Funniest Home Videos. Oh yeah, it was the like height. That. Yeah, like and half then, the content of America's Funniest Home Videos was that. Yeah, trampolines. It, America's Funniest Home Videos can be summarized as this: um, unfunny Tom Berenger to 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 segue you into your videos. Then it's trampolines, um, pets doing stupid shit, and then uh, small children hitting their dad in the onions. There you go. That's America's Funniest Home Videos. I just Who's your up. favorite AFV host? Oh, Bob Saget's way Bob better than... Bob Saget. Like, he, okay. he's being intentionally cheesy. Tom yeah. Berenger, or I know he's his name cheesy. is Tom Berger. Yeah. He sucks ass. Huge, huge unwiped ass. Uh, he's not very good at all. Um <laughs> How the hell did we get onto that? Rest in peace, Saget. Yes. Oh, trampoline. You didn't have one, though, right? Uh, no, I didn't. But uh, t- I just wanted to mention, so you look out and all your neighbors, sorry, a lot of your neighbors have trampolines. This always brings me back to if like we were more of a community, one person could have a trampoline, kind of similar to what happens in this episode. And then not everyone needs to buy one and your kids get to socialize with other kids. Yeah, but there's always going to be some idiot who ruins. It's just it's just the way life works, right? There's always some idiot who ruins things. Like somebody it's will true. puncture a hole in it. Somebody will do basically what Jimbo and the gang do when they want to jump on it uh, at night when Marge and Homer are trying to sleep. Somebody will take a dookie on it. It's just the way mm-hmm. things work in life. There's always that one idiot <laughs> who has to ruin everybody else's fun. But it's a great idea. Love the idea. Love the community aspect. Yeah. But I just I can't for the life of me remember the ending of this one. And I remember it starts off really strong with the trampoline, 
and then it kind of slowly goes downhill to a point that I can't even remember. So this is going to be the first episode of uh, season five that I'm actually going to start at under a nine. I'm going to give it an 8.8. I still think it's fairly strong. The The trampoline portion, even though it's basically just in act one, is really, really good. I don't know how they came up with that. Maybe from... Maybe somebody had that community aspect, uh, trampoline, when they were growing up, one of the writers or something like that. Um, but because of the the downhill, my perceived downhill, I'm going to give it an 8.8. What about yourself? I'm a sucker for watching people getting hurt. Huge fan of Jackass oh, yeah. and uh, America's Funny Some Videos, <laughs> Fail Army, all that stuff. And some of the animation of these kids getting uh, hurt are just so funny. Um, it's better yet as a cartoon, so no one actually got hurt. Still That's funny true. though. Uh, so I'm gonna go start with a nine. <laughs> Even nine. That I think I have a feeling that it might be bumped up to that. Um, we will see. And I love, uh, I love me a good jackass movie too. People, um, you know, getting hurt for our enjoyment. Uh, I don't think I've ever seen my own dad laugh as hard as he did. And I think it was the second jackass when Preston has the fart helmet with Steve-O and he's and he ends up oh, taking God. a dookie in there, and yeah. Steve-O just can't stop throwing up. There's nothing my dad gets a kick out of in life than people aggressively throwing up from stuff. Um, I've never seen him laugh so hard. I thought he was going to have a heart attack. He was laughing so hard. So that's that pretty much just sums up life, right? Um, you see somebody in a fart helmet continuously throwing up because somebody dookied in it. Then you just keep laughing. That's life. And that has nothing to do with this episode. So let's just get right to this episode. Here we go. Season 5, Episode 7, Bart's Inner Child. All right, here we go. Bart's Inner Child. Uh, this one came out back on November 11th, 1993, Shane. Um, the day before, uh, what Al Pacino movie hit theaters? His kind of sequel. Oh, yeah, the, the big guy on the couch. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, it's kind of like a sequel to Scarface, but not really. Uh, the, uh, the Scar Cream. Oh geez, you're trying to make a joke. I actually thought yeah, you were being thank serious you. I appreciate for a second. That. Oh nice. Oh okay. Pause it for a second. Pause it for a second. Actually, yeah. sorry about this because the movie was Carlito's Way. I got to tell this story. This is uh, I'm in ninth grade. It's food and nutrition class. I was in a, a, a group with my buddy Tyler and this guy Lance. Strange, strange kid. He had these really like pink scaly hands, so we made him wear gloves. We wouldn't let him touch the food. Oh, uh, he had ex- uh, eczema. I don't know if it was eczema or what, but it was pretty eczema or psoriasis. Yeah, yeah, it was one of them things where I didn't want him t- having his scales fall into my hands or into my food. So, anyways, there's the three of us. We're at one workstation. Right behind us um, was another workstation, and there was this girl named Stacy. Pretty sure her name was Stacy. And Lance isn't helping at all. My buddy Tyler and I were, were trying to cook something, and Lance he's just not helping. He's trying to hit on Stacy, who had no interest in him. And he all he would do, like I've I've seen some interesting ways of people trying to. Um, get a conversation going with a girl such as uh, my buddy Big Jimmy saying to this girl, hey, I've got the same sweater as you. Uh, I've seen somebody say to a girl, hey, I see uh, you like tea. Do you also happen to like chicken? Uh, as a pickup line. Lance wouldn't stop talking about this movie Carlito's Way. That's the movie, the Al Pacino movie, right? He just kept going and going and going like 20 minutes straight, basically describing the entire plot. And the Stacy girl's like, oh my God, shut up. But she's too polite to actually say so. So my buddy Tyler just turns around. He's like, Lance, you gotta shut the fuck up right now. Nobody cares about your stupid Carlitos Way movie. Stacy doesn't care. I don't care. Nick doesn't care. There's two other guys in her group. They don't care. Shut up. And then Lance just stood there for like five minutes, just straight. It was like, you know, the meme where everything goes black and white and Simon and Garfunkel's, you know, Hello Darkness, My Old Friend plays? Mm. 
Yeah, it was it was like that in real life. It was it was fantastic. Put him right in his place. But that I suppose that is a social social learning for him. Yeah, you'd 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 hope so. But then again, this yeah. was the guy one time who followed me home uh, in fifth grade, uh, and then okay. uh, because he he didn't have many friends, but he like he didn't know how to make friends. So he's so Ralph. He, sort of, sort of, yeah, but not not with the the mental disabilities. He just didn't have the social clues. Yeah. But anyways, let's get on with the episode. There's my Carlito's Way story. Never seen yeah, it. Yeah, I had though. no idea how you're... Um, no, I didn't watch it. No, never seen it. And I don't plan to after Lance. All right, here we go. Bart's making fa- <laughs> the Springfield Men's Shelter is giving away 60 soiled mattresses. Why do you read that free column, Homer? They never have anything good. Old crutches. I love the way that they animated Homer's eyes on that, eh? Because, like, one's. Oh, yeah, you have an aneurysm. Yeah. <laughs> that could have been Mole Man. That should have been Mole that Man. That should have been Mole Man, realistically, yeah. yeah. I love how Krusty just lives in this random house in, like, the middle of the town, too. Yeah, you think it'd be more secluded. Center Street, specifically. I like how he took out a big ad as well. Like, he really wants to get rid of it. Yeah. He, why didn't he just, like, leave it somewhere? Or throw it, in, throw it in the ocean? Yeah. <laughs> this is one of the first times we ever see just Homer and Krusty. Just those two together, isn't it? Dog, aren't you, boy? Aren't you? Uh, yeah, and then I think people were probably starting to recognize how similar they look. Wow. Kind of a strange introduction to Homer on the trampoline that, like, Bart just randomly... Does Homer on. ever tell Bart that it was Krusty's trampoline? Because Bart probably would have loved it even more. Yeah, that's right. I don't think he does. No, he doesn't. Well, Homer's kind of a bad father, so... Yeah, so. he doesn't care. He's just happy as a trampoline. There's absolutely no way it would support their weight and Homer's. Yeah. I love that shot, though, of the, the bouncing up and down from Homer's point of view. Absolutely. And this is just the beginning. I've got a big This is going to basically, Homerland is basically going to be 50 bucks. This is basically going to be our Willy Wonka day. Love yeah. Trampoline World, Mudville. Yeah, we got Mudville. Yeah, Ford Adventure. That's a nice callback. <laughs> it's the soiled mattresses. Yeah, solid meme there. That one gets memed a hell of a lot. So I like how the process here. Oh, auto breaks his back. <laughs> I guess his shoulder. I like how there's no time limit. It's just until you get seriously injured, then you lose your turn on the trampoline. Yeah, and then later on they had those like safety guards or whatever, but. Yeah, it all didn't really work. And all then the they kids have the yeah. ones with the netting yeah, around the signs. Yeah. The netting, yeah. <laughs> you did it. <laughs> uh, doing this was funny. Yeah. What, jumping on injured people on the trampoline? No, like if someone doesn't get to bouncing and you're bouncing, you can pretty much pin them there. They can never get their. their yeah, they're, wits. they're done. They're, they're stuck just there. Life's over. 
Jeez, I like the battlefield. Yeah, and, the, yeah, and the endless backyard. This backyard's like a thousand feet long. First act so strong. This, this is beautiful. Alright, alright. I'll get rid of the trampoline. Hey, Krusty! I'm bringing back the- You just keep right on driving. <laughs> there we Springfield go. Gorge. It's where everything goes. Uh, Roadrunner reference though here. Wiley Coyote. That's the last oh, yeah. idea of Mr. Trampoline. Yep, it's finally gone. Yeah, this is great. Yeah, it's pretty good. Doesn't make any gravitational sense, but no, it's so good. No, none whatsoever. <laughs> That's kind of a double misdirection there. Yeah. Kick me, Mr. Trampoline. <laughs> Imagine running at a trampoline oh with a gosh. power saw. No, I wouldn't <laughs> use a circular saw. I'd use a sawzall. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Dad, you really want to get rid of the oh, man, Dan does a fantastic crazy voice. A bike lock. This is true. Around and count to three. One, two, three. The better make it five. Oh, right. I got me. If you put, if you try to lock up anything, someone's gonna steal it. Yeah, it's like you're pretty much putting a challenge out there. They're getting some good height off the car. Yeah. Talented. Alright, okay, this is how it segues. I always forget how it segues, too, into the overall story. Marge is also fully naked here. Yeah. Someone fought for that. My dad would consider making tacos fun. Every time when I was a kid, like, we'd, we'd have tacos and... You know, after dinner, he'd go, oh, that was fun. And then as I go, I was like, what is he talking about? What's so fun about eating tacos? Tacos are good, but it doesn't necessarily... Tacos can fun. be fun, because you're making it, you know? You got your different bowls of different stuff, and this is a nice montage of Marge being Marge. Well, it's a shame they didn't call back to Marge. You may not be proud. Yeah, I guess, yeah. I spend 23 hours a day here. That could have been funny. Well, I guess that hasn't been that has that hasn't happened yet, though, right? Oh, sorry. Uh, I watch yeah. it every year. It's like it's happened for me. Yeah, it, yeah, that's just constantly happening in your head. Basically, when it gets to late September through October, Shane's in Halloween mode, and then from late November to December, he's in Christmas mode. Yeah, it's probably going to be like that forever. Even if I start living under a bridge, I'm going to be like, oh, I know what time of year it is. Yeah. <laughs> well, the change in weather helps too, but yeah. This is true. Yeah. So, a lot of people, like Scorpio is definitely the number one Albert Brooks, but yes. if you have to pick between Jacques and Brad, who's better? Jacques. You'd think Jacques? Yeah, I think Jacques was more memorable. I think he had the more memorable line, but I think the better, I don't know actually. It's good. You know what? He may have I didn't better. have to think about that one. That was all Jacques for me. I think um, that was so early on in the series, too. Um, probably a lot of people aren't even familiar. Like the people who are maybe just 
those 20-something-year-olds that just start watching Simpsons on Disney Plus that maybe just watch the new stuff. Maybe they don't know who he is. Get confident, stupid. I forgot that Troy was in here. Yeah. This is a great segment. Something or other. Great line. Then Brad Goodman came along and gave me this job and a can of fortified wine. Ah. And now I'd like to introduce the man who will Yes, what a line. Brad Goodman. This might be one of McClure's most underrated, if not the most underrated moment of all time. But at least you're down to one from more than fifty. Folks, I'm often asked about my What do you think of these uh Self-help Public self-help, you know, public speaker types. I love these people because they know how to bilk stupid people out of the money. I have yeah, utmost much. respect for them. If you can snake oil sales. Yeah, if you can sell time. snake oil to stupid people, that's the stupid people's problem. That's capitalism for you. If you got a product someone wants to put money in, it's, it is what it is. As long as it's yeah. not illegal, which it's not. Have fun. All those like self-help books like Power of Now and... What was that other stupid one that came out like 15 years ago or so? And everyone was buying it? Uh, do you remember the movie Shallow Hell? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tony Robbins, right? Yeah, Tony Robbins. The, he was like the biggest one. The big ogre uh, fella? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, then he, he milked, he just ringed the chamois. People still buying it? Good for you. Uh, people go, people attach onto, you know, a lot of things to get through life. We have attached ourselves to The Simpsons. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah. See, in this, this, like, dialogue between Homer and Marge, it, it does no good for either person. Like, you have to get angry at people sometimes, and people need to know that they've done something wrong. Uh, yeah. Um, I'm sure even Gandhi got mad a couple times. Oh, yeah, Gandhi used to make people cut a switch all the time. <laughs> just, just give them a licking. That's what they did back in the day. Surplus drums of mayonnaise from oh jeez that's that's brilliant nonsense. So if they were to do this concept again, he'd be on like Facebook Marketplace. Oh, it's free. Yeah, pretty much the same thing. Yeah, that would be. And eventually he'd get kidnapped by a weirdo. There we go. See, we just came up with another story. That's true. That's another episode right there. What an odd thing to say. Yeah. Let me hear what's troubling you. Don't be shy. I love how hyped everyone is in the Yeah, audience. even Mole Man was hyped. Oh, Mole Man needs help. Yeah. I'm always interrupting people. Okay, okay. Right. I want each of you to try something interesting. There's no trick to it. It's just a simple trick. Now, close It's just a simple trick. That's just that, that line is great. That that rivals Jacques uh brunch line. That's fantastic. You think so? Yeah, it's it's pretty good. Yeah. You're doing super. <laughs> I like that callback. Food goes in here. <laughs> That's the first time we see Kid Ned, right? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. <laughs> yes, random Italian. Let's try some rage work. I want you to pretend this dummy right here is your mother. Okay, I'll try. Tell this dummy mother exactly how you feel right now. I'm annoyed with you, mother. Not just annoyed, angry. I'm a grown man now, and I can run my own life! <laughs> come down, come down. Oh, moving. You can sit down now. 
We're still going at digging. This is kind of like uh, that kind of exercise. <laughs> <laughs> that episode, or episode, that um, uh, thing that Skinner did. There's kind of like people who go like break uh, break plate classes, right? Like the you can just go break shit, get your anger hurt. Oh, my sister did that actually. It's a lot of fun. It sounds fun. You From what I hear, stuff. yeah. But uh, you can still get cut and stuff, even though you're wearing all that protective equipment. Oh, I bet. You just wanted to express yourself. Yeah? I do what I feel like. Oh, well, chicken. My little girl's up. What a great business model. It's like, okay, we have a bunch of old stuff from, like, Goodwill no one wants to buy. Let's, like, make a business where people smash it. I feel like we could do that with something. Like, we could find a surplus of things. And then we could create our own sm smash stuff. Maybe like, There's all know, those Atari ET games. We need to come up with a true. business model to to use that for something. See, this is the point where the episode starts to lose me a bit. Oh, the first act was great. But, uh, yeah. Where did Homer get the candy apples from? I don't know, yeah. Bizarre hairstyle. I'm sure one only for shock. That's the first time really we, somebody's addressed Marge's hairstyle. And like saying she's doing it for to get attention. Yeah, but she barely lose the house. Thank you. Yeah. We can all learn a lot from this. She has rabbit ears. This Rudiger. We can all be more like little Rudiger. His name is Bart. His name isn't important. What's important here is that this lad has fully <laughs> developed ego integrity with well defined. And this is just a this is just horrible, horrible advice. All it does is make people be egomaniacs. This does kind of remind me when we had a, a hypnotist come to our college campus and uh, made someone, like, do very inappropriate things to themselves. And it wasn't a plant. I think... It was someone that we knew. Yeah, I think that actually happened in mine, too. Then, like, they, there was complaints. We like Roy! <laughs> nice. I like how it's just Grandpa, Jasper, and Old Jewish Man. This is, see, there it is. He had all this yep. crappy merchandise and peddling a bunch of easy answers. And the imbeciles will eat it up. A new mood is in the air in Springfield, as refreshing as a pre-moistened towelette. Folks are finally... Not a very good act, though. Act 2 is kind of... No. Eh. The, the whole conversation back and forth between Brad and Bart isn't very good. My two cents. Remember pennies? Remember that one, when that was the thing? Hey, you go down to our good good friends down in Iowa and elsewhere in the states. They still got that for some reason. Uh, so Kent is uh, shoving a bunch of whipped cream in his face. Um, I'm just gonna say whipped cream is actually low calorically. It's not as bad as you think. Yeah, but whipped cream. You've ever looked at the bottle? Yeah. Uh, why was Bart sitting on an ice cream sandwich? Just some pretty good nonsense too. Yeah, and then he didn't know ice cream it was, sandwich. It is. I love an ice cream sandwich. Every year, uh, I go to the CNE, Canadian National Exhibition. Gotta end the day with an ice cream sandwich. <laughs> the ice cream sandwich can't, for me, I have a preference. It can't be a soft shell. Wait, I can do this. What? What do you mean, soft shell? Like uh, the, the the chocolate shell uh, on each side of the sandwich. It has to be hard. Oh, well, what about if it's a waffle? That's fine, though, right? Like the oh, if it's a waffle, yeah. that's different. Yeah. First message was. Change of my name. Uh, good one, Milhouse. 
Anyone else? The first message by wireless. So Nick, we're doing uh, polls now on Spotify. Mm -hmm. uh, what do you think our poll should be for this episode? I honestly, I'm very curious to see if people think uh, who's better between Jacques or Brad. Because coming into this episode, I thought it was going to be Brad. But now, even though there are some good lines and the interaction with Troy is pretty good, I don't know if Fair enough. the dialogue with Bart brings it down or not. Yeah, I'm kind of curious about that. See what, see what everyone thinks. Uh, if you're listening to this now and you're on Spotify on your phone, you'll have that option. So vote now or phone a friend. I see him millionaire still. Man, this episode's really losing my interest. This is the first episode I think since probably streetcar. Uh, yeah, I might have to knock this down. Yeah, if it doesn't. Just... If the third act doesn't get any better, yeah. No, it's just getting like. No, Bart's sad because he doesn't have an identity anymore. The Dewey, oh, the Dewey Festival. Welcome change from our annual Do As We Say Festival, started by German settlers in 1946. It's pretty good. This is whatever happens if our Scottish buddy Darren ever takes over in Canada. Yeah, and see, this is what happens when you don't have any rules. You know how people go around saying this is a social construct and yada yada? Yeah. Um, everything is a social construct. Everything technically. is. Yeah. Um, society itself. We constructed it like this didn't exist. We made all of this. Yeah, there's so many dumb terms nowadays that people like to yeah. throw out. And it's like, you ever really think of what you're saying? You're pretty well, The answer is no. Cause no, the answer is no. 32 characters or whatever to yeah. yell whatever you want. I love the touch on the very hairy legs of Patty and Selma. Also, why was Flanders playing the steel drum with Carl? That's a... Yeah, that's a good point. See, I love Homer. See, that's what I always want to do, just to, like, bug my wife. That'd be awesome, just house coat, um, bear paw shoes, hobo beard. Good afternoon and welcome to the Do What You See, our little girl kind of looks like Jack Jack from The Incredibles right now, uh, with her like big eyes oh, and nice, stuff. Yeah. And so we, my wife wants to go see Incredibles, but I want to go as Homer as the bum. Oh, sorry, you're talking about Halloween. Yes, yes. Oh yeah, you're gonna do a family costume. That's cute. Yeah, let her do that. Like how James. This is this is one of those celebrity ones that doesn't really work because like why is James Brown here? Just because he's singing I Feel Good? It was one of the highlights of the episode. If you look up this episode, like they'll always mention that James Brown was in this. Um, yeah, it's plugged pretty hard, right? Like in the, even in the, in the description of this episode. Like it is a, a big deal, I guess. He's a huge celebrity. Um, but... And this is before... I like how his head is bigger than his torso. This is, this is before he went on the high-speed chase, I think, in Georgia. Yeah. But my inner critic says you should have done your job. Hey, now, Marge. I, see, I like how Marge has the peace necklace, too, because this is kind of like an ode to, you know, the Summer of Love back in 67. It's like a bunch of people basically doing this, but it's like nobody had any leadership. So you don't, you're yeah. not going to go anywhere. Gosh. The fair so. There uh, she goes. At the uh, c &E in Toronto, someone got injured this year, right? On yeah, the, off the Polar uh, Express, yeah. I love how one gate... The, the Ferris wheel crashes through one gate, and like all the animals in the entire zoo get loose. 
you know, that is uh, clearly someone who plays a lot of Zoo Tycoon. They're, that's all it takes. You know you really irritate me, Skinner. What with your store-bought haircut and excellent posture. Mister, I can't stand the sound of your voice. Oh, really? He does have an excellent posture. Yeah, yeah. No need to Meh. resort to violence. Oh, sure there is. <laughs> <laughs> I love how he doesn't hit the squeaky voice team. He just turns around and nails Skinner. <laughs> We've made a false idol of this Brad Goodman. No, you must not blame yourself. Statue. You must blame that little boy. He started it all. Get him! How <laughs> do they blame Bart? He didn't do anything. <laughs> this is not the first time people have been chasing Bart down the street. Yeah, it's true. After uh, the Jebediah statue. Oh, this is great. This is a fantastic visual. Yeah. He just plows it and it goes up to five miles an hour. <laughs> And it was constructed very poorly. Damn. They're very slowly getting away. They're heading for the old mill. No, we're not. Well, well the old mill. Let's go to the old mill anyway. Get some cider. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's good. That scene was pretty decent. Yeah. yeah I love Moe's line that the whole the old mill thing. That's the second time where uh, they end up doing something like that. Or no, it's the first of, of two. Some good Mo one liners in this episode. This is kind of this is kind of echoing the end of Homer goes to college, where it's like, that's not what it was. No, that's not what it was. Like when Homer says he learned something, but he didn't. <laughs> First step, uh, uh, mention McGonagall too, isn't it? I think you're right. Yeah. Means he gets results, you stupid chief. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought he, he at least has to say, Dad, sit down, because he's so riled up. My little girl's riled up, too. She's giving a good cry right now. Um, so I guess we'll have to wrap this one up a little bit quicker than usual. That's no second. Worries. First act, uh, great. Second act, meh. Third act sucked. Yeah. The ending is kind of weak. Like, I couldn't figure out what they that's actually... That's you don't remember it. Yeah, that's it's like the... Um, couldn't figure out what to do, so they went with the same ending as Homer goes to college. Be like, oh, this is what it means to be, you know, self-accepting. No, it's not. This is what it means. It's the exact same thing as Homer goes to college. Literally the exact same thing. Um, Brad's dialogue I thought was a bit better. It is with Troy. It's not with Bart. This episode sucks um, compared <laughs> to the overall scheme of season five. Um, okay, yeah. Like, like, if you have to compare it with the rest. Because we're in the golden age. You can't take things lightly anymore. We're right in the golden age, so because of that, I have to give this one a 7.9. Uh, I'll probably have to go with, uh, hmm, yeah, I'm going to have to not, wow, this is probably going to be the one of the bigger changes. I'm going to have to go all the way from a 9. I'm going to go to a 7, 7.2. Like, honestly, one act will get you to a 7.2. I didn't enjoy acts 2 or 3. Um, I enjoy, enjoyed certain aspects of act 3 with Mo. I thought Mo was kind of the highlight of the whole episode for me, besides act 1 with the trampoline. Uh, he had some good one-liners there in the town hall, or rather, yeah, the that's right. Public that's speaking, right. and then, um, yeah, I, I thought Mo kind of carried Act Two and Three, which is really weird with his just like kind of one-liners because um, he's not supposed to at all. No, but uh, that's kind of how poor the writing is uh, for this episode after Act One. I thought they had a really solid premise, 
And maybe they should have just kept going with the trampoline. <laughs> uh, they could have made it bigger that friggin', I don't know, Shelbyville uh, got a bigger trampoline. And they know they got a bigger trampoline. It could have been like some weird thing where it's like uh, celebrities get involved and there's a trampoline like contest and uh, Bart takes up professional trampolining and he breaks his neck or he's going to break his neck or something like that. I don't know. I'm just spitballing because uh, I thought the act one was great. Even if they brought Brad back because they were so mad at him, like the town invites him back because they're pissed, and then they basically um, get him to go on the trampoline and they, they rig it in some way that it shoots him out of town, like they'd eventually do with the beer baron, and they could have figured out something else to do with the beer baron. That could have been funny. They, they were out the catapult, or not the catapult, the trampoline back in some fashion. But you're right. Your option's a better option. I think what I even just said quickly is a better option because th- that ending was really lazy. So that's our first episode that gets in under an eight uh for season five and now i'm really curious to see what our listeners are going to say um between who's better between brad and Jacques. i think it's going to be Jacques now but i want to see what the it's going to be an overwhelming crushing majority or a slim majority we'll find out um but you know what's always even right on par for his fantastic work is when shane does plug time uh no actually wait no i'm getting ahead of myself we, Should we do we gags so, yeah. yeah we did we did best which gags. is tough yeah we're so we're so uh on a slag and Act two and three, we forgot to do that. What was your favorite gig? I think it's a tie between Homer's delivery of Trambampoline and Mo at the end with, uh, they're headed for the old mill. No, we're not. Well, let's go let's to the go old mill anyway. Yeah, Get some yeah. cider. I love the way Hank says cider, the, the cider. That's, uh, I, I always like that. Not many strong ones, some decent ones throughout, but no real killer joke in this one. What about yourself? Uh, Trambampoline, just due to how it was animated and how he looked like he was having an aneurysm when he said it, um, and how excited he was. And the whole idea that Homer is just constantly excited to get free stuff because obviously they don't have a lot of money, um, and Homer can't buy like fun things for himself. So he's like, you know, looking for the deals. Um, yeah, which is kind of sad because that is literally the start of the episode. Uh, like three minutes in or something like that um yeah that's my favorite yeah that one i love your description of it looks like he's having an aneurysm because it really looks like he does it looks like he's just lost like he's having some sort of -of out-of-body experience he's so excited um real real good animation and delivery too by dan but it's kind of sad that like that little moment that specific line was the best part of an episode in the middle of the golden age like yeah come on you should be doing better but, okay, here we go. You know who never does any better than Shane at plug time? Nobody, because nobody can do better than Shane at plug time. Here we go. Follow us at Simpsons underscore EBE on X or Twitter, whatever you want to say. Uh, yeah, and if uh, you're on Spotify, please uh, let us know what you think between those two characters. The poll's up just there on your phone, so let us know. Uh, interact with us. And uh, below that, you can tell us what you thought of the episode. Uh, you can answer that question like the actual episode itself. Uh, or the episode from like a podcast perspective. Love to hear your feedback. And then, uh, yeah, donate some money if you want. Uh, Simpsons uh, underscore EB under the description is a link to buy me a coffee. Click that link. You can donate some money to Nick and I for, uh, you know, our our little like shindig we're going to have with Cokedale's grandpa. We might get some uh, some mattresses covered in piss. I'm sure we can get that on uh, Facebook Marketplace and yeah, set even that if up the pee's the not there, you know? yeah. yeah, we'll we'll supply the pee. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. sounds we weird. Could, we actually, could, cut yeah. that, cut that, cut that. <laughs> Whatever, leave it. Keep going, keep going. You're doing great.
Uh, yeah, and that's that's pretty much it. Uh, this episode was kind of lackluster after Act One, but uh, we kind of went on random tangents there because that's what happens when we're not really into an episode, which can be fun in its own right. So, hope you still enjoyed it, and uh, thank you for if this is your first time listening. Thank you. Uh, there are really good episodes to listen to if you're this is your first time listening, and uh, thank you for everyone who's been listening for a long time because uh, our numbers are pretty decent um we're you know i think we're over twenty one thousand now yeah so um like so like yeah pretty decent i love how you just basically made ah, this episode bunghole go listen it to another was, episode yeah. yeah that's pretty good yeah shane's right um thank you for listening as always this one we went on some tangents here and there but that's the fun of the show and that is the whole point of why we do it this you know you think that every episode gets a free pass in season five but it's not true because there are some stinkers and this is one of them in a, in a relative to the whole um as shane said uh get at us in that poll on spotify get at us on twitter i'm not saying the other name because it's dumb um if you have any suggestions, whatever it may be, if you want to say we suck ass, well, then we suck ass. You have the right, as Brad Goodman said in this, in this episode. There you go. Uh, we'll catch you next time for uh, Boy Scouts in the Hood. Uh, last episode, I challenged Shane, too, to end us off with a, a specific 90s <laughs> was, that I was thinking yeah. He was on the right track. He ended up going with Love Fool by the Cardigans, which is a fantastic song itself. You know which song I had in my head? Say La Vie by Bewitch. You know that song? Like did I, that come out in the 90s? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It did? Yeah, yeah. I think it, I'm pretty sure it was like 97, 98, I want to say. Damn, because I scoured the internet looking for like, okay, underrated 90s songs. And I was like, no, not that. No, he's probably not thinking about that one. And I was like, hmm, love me. Yeah, that's that's what stuck out to me when I like did my research. By the but way, yeah. I just want to shout out like, I'm really glad that you told me to do that because I found a bunch of songs I hadn't listened to in a long time that I added to my Spotify playlist and I'm enjoying them quite a bit. Okay. And so that is going to be my thing to you of those new songs that you added on your playlist, play us out with another one of those, uh, forgotten, uh, maybe not forgotten, but underrated cool nineties gems. Uh, we'll catch you next time for boy scouts in the hood. And, uh, I promise I won't say the hood like that anymore. Cause it makes me sound like a 49 year old man. We'll see you next time. Take care.